You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. Okay, friends, are you ready? Because we are talking about something that I think is something that we all know that we need, and yet at the same time, we fall short, uh, including myself, when it comes to actually putting this into play. So this is why today we are going to talk about what accountability should look like. Now, when we're setting up our points of accountability, right, we're going to create this sort of fail safe is the the idea behind this. Um, And the thing to note before you start kind of diving in and putting these pieces together is the fact that everybody's accountability systems are going to look and operate differently based off of who you are, how you learn. Um, And really, it's, it can be difficult to assess that um, without kind of this unbiased perspective. So my challenge to you is that if you're listening to this, and you're wanting to put some accountability into place, I want you to reflect on the ways that you have succeeded with accountability in the past. And then I want you to kind of dive deep onto what that accountability looked like. Was it a friend? Was it a coach? Was it um, a family member? What was that accountability like? Did you check in every day? How did you check in? What did you check in about? Um, And just kind of analyzing those systems that were in place, why they worked. And then also, I want you to think about a time that you tried to do something and the accountability wasn't there. And then I want you to think about why why that ended up happening, um, how it would have turned out differently if you had some accountability in place, and ideally, what would feel the most aligned for you in terms of what that would look like. So for me, when I think about accountability, I kind of think about it coming from two different places. I really think about the accountability that comes from you know, an outside source, like from a friend or, you know, somebody that I trust. Or, and then there's the other half of that, which is the internal accountability. And really just thinking about how strong is that within myself? How strong is my own accountability? And again, a lot of the times, you know, it's not necessarily that you're incapable or that you are lacking the willpower, so to speak, um, to be able to stay accountable to your goals. Um, it's that, you know, there's a lot of other factors at play. Um, and so we think that we fail because we didn't have accountability in place when really it was lack of a plan. So maybe the accountability that you need to put in place is by having an outlined roadmap that you can stay accountable to, right? So really, I think when we think of this con- this concept of accountability, we immediately think coach. We think of someone that is going to make us do the thing. And I think there is two parts to that. Um, the first answer is, yes, you're correct. Um, a coach is definitely someone that can keep you accountable. And in the same breath, um, you know, a good coach will keep you accountable, but a great coach will teach you how to become accountable to yourself, um, to basically, you know, grow your own self-integrity. Really, that's what it boils down to. So without self-integrity, it doesn't matter what external factors are at play. You will never be able to be accountable to yourself 
or, you know, get accountability from any external source if you have no self-integrity. And, you know, I've been coaching for a really long time and I still haven't been able to clearly outline the best path to accountability. Because really, when we say we want accountability, what we really mean is that we want consistency. We want to be able to trust that we are going to fulfill our promises to ourselves. And that's why we need an external source, right? And even those of us who have very strong self-integrity still need accountability. So it's not like you can have one without the other truly in a very deep way. Um, And I think it's important to understand that when we lack one piece of the puzzle, we're really not going to get the full scope of, you know, the full potential of whatever outcome um, we desire. So with that said, there's a couple things that need to be in place in order for us to even, you know, get this accountability that we desire, right? So the first is we need to start with a decision to be able to choose us, right? To choose to keep those promises to ourselves, right? So this is just kind of the kickoff of growing our self-integrity. And after we make that decision that, yes, I'm going to choose me, I'm going to do the hard work, I'm going to do whatever it takes, and I will continue to get back up after I fail every single time, okay? That's self-integrity and accountability wrapped up into one. And that's the number one thing you need to do to start. Um, And then having said that, there's another step that we need to take, right? Which is laying the groundwork. So we want to outline our goal very clearly. And we want to kind of reverse engineer this goal from the big, big end goal and break it down into small steps until we can get to basically the baby steps outlined very clearly for us to take us from point A to point B. Okay. And once we have this outline in place, we really have to decide, I mean, you can even dig deeper and decide what habits are going to need to come true for me or be consistent for me in my daily life in order for me to achieve each of these milestones along the way, right? Because there's going to be some behavior shifts that have to happen in order for your actions to change, right? And then after we have this lovely roadmap to success, we need to choose to not go it alone. And that's important. Um, And a lot of us know that we need the help and our actions are going to continue to say otherwise. So especially as moms, what tends to happen is, you know, we decide in our minds quietly to ourselves because nobody needs to know our business. We already have so much on our plate that, you know, I want to get healthy. I want to lose the baby weight. And then you find yourself in the cycle of continuing to beat yourself up for, you know, sneaking snacks at 10 p.m. after you put your baby down to bed uh, and then you get frustrated with yourself that you're not you know you need an accountability buddy I just need to stop snacking late at night and hit the gym and there's a couple reasons why you haven't succeeded in breaking out of that cycle number one it's because you didn't say your intentions out loud. You didn't put them anywhere. You thought them in your head, which is great. That's the first step. You obviously need to kind of dream it up. It needs to start as kind of the the seed that's planted deep in your mind, right? So it can grow into a full-blown goal, into full-blown success. 
And what happens, um, I feel like with moms specifically is we believe that we should just be able to get it all done by ourselves because that's what society tells us. Um, we tend to prioritize everyone else before ourselves. And so how can we stay accountable to ourselves because we don't put any boundaries up because we don't, we're, we're not allowed to, because we have to show up for our kids first and only. Um, and I think that's kind of where we need to reassess our thinking. How am I showing up for me first? Because when I show up for me first, everybody else gets to benefit from healthy, happy mom, right? Rested mom, strong mom. Uh, because if mom has no energy to get anything done, you're just going to continue to pet- perpetuate this cycle of, um, you know, feeling like a failure. So really what we need to do is kind of reach outside of ourselves, right? We need to decide to stop being so selfless because at the point where you're being so incredibly selfless that you have nothing left for you, you become like a martyr, right? And that's not serving anybody. It truly isn't. You do not need to completely give yourself up in order to be a successful mom, okay? So with that in mind... Once you decide to shift the focus from everybody else to say, you know what, before I tackle those things, before I tackle, you know, the things I need to get done for my children, um, you know, for my family, for my boss, you made the decision, okay, I'm going to focus on me. Now, after you've gotten to that point, here's the big step that a lot of us miss. It's asking for help. Okay. And this can come in the form of a coach. It can come in the form of, you know, more passive, uh, accountability, like joining a Facebook group, um, and kind of like putting some feelers out there and, you know, posting, um, a lot of the times some accountability, I think in those early stages can be, you know, a vulnerable post in your local mom group. You're, you know, I see, posts all the time in, um, you know, like postpartum groups, just general ones, not the one that I run where, you know, the mom just explains how burnt out she feels. And then, you know, ends along the lines with, you know, I just need help. I wish I could just get it together. And I think at least putting it out there, even if you haven't made changes, just voicing the reality and bringing to light, you know, what it is you're struggling with can be, kind of that catalyst for change. So that could be some passive accountability that you can that you can try. And the beauty of a Facebook group if you're, you know, you're wanting to post there, even if you were to post in my Facebook support group that I run called Be Bold Be Fit Support Group for Moms, um you can post anonymously. So nobody even has to know that it's you. Um, and there's some beauty in that because, again, it's not full accountability, but it's enough to just dip your toe in the water to start getting a taste um, for what this is like, right? Um, and then the true accountability starts to happen when you you tell someone that you know, that you know is going to support you no matter what. Um, now, there's some people who there's going to be some moments where you're looking for advice and there's some moments where you're just looking for support. Both are important. Both are important, but it's important for you to also put the boundary up when it comes to creating that accountability and saying, this is how I am feeling. I am, you know, I'm struggling or I'm celebrating or wherever you're at. And, you know, do you have any words of advice for me? Or, um, I don't really want advice right now. I just needed 
to tell somebody. I needed to get it off my chest. And so those are two ways, um, or I guess those are two things to consider when it comes to communicating that accountability as well. Um, one thing that really shifted for me, um, and I, I, when I was making some big health changes and trying to challenge myself um, to kind of change some major habits, I reached out to someone that I didn't necessarily know very well, but I knew had gone through the exact thing that I was, you know, trying to succeed at. And that ended up being the best move I could possibly make because they weren't trying to protect my feelings. Um, they just kind of gave me some unbiased support and, um, it was truly just nice to have somebody to talk to that really understood what it what it is that I was going through at the time um, and then also could provide advice when I needed it as well. Uh, and it, you know, actually that accountability turned into a friendship. So there was a, there was an awesome win at the end of that as well. So just to summarize here, just to, to kind of leave you with some to do list items or some things to ponder Again, we're we're talking about two main ways that we can focus on accountability, which is the active and the passive. Um, passive accountability or self accountability, right? Where it's it's not so in your face, um, it's not as intense, but maybe it's the level that you might end up starting at. And ironically, you'll end up circling back to that once you feel like the external accountability has really, um, or excuse me, the active accountability has really um, done its job, served its purpose. Um, Then, you know, you'll actually go back to this this passive accountability. And passive accountability, like I said before, can, you know, be like posting in a Facebook group or, um, you know, journaling or writing yourself a post-it note or saying or putting together a vision board, having visual or audio reminders, having physical reminders somewhere, um, you know, setting alarms or having, you know, your phone wallpaper be something that reminds you of your goals. Just having, you know, having these things to visually see that you create yourself that you don't necessarily need to tell anyone else about. However, with that in mind, um, it's not the wrong way to do it, but it might just take you a lot longer to reach your goals if you're doing that way. And also, you know, there's no one to celebrate your wins with you and there's no one to help you when you're struggling. So that's really when we want to shift into the active accountability. And this is where we start talking about, you know, um, being more vocal telling, telling a friend, you know, this is what I'm going through, or these are my goals. Um, the thing is we need to make sure we have the right expectations going into those conversations because realize that your friends are not coaches. Um, unless you happen to know a friend that's a coach. Um, but really you can't expect anyone else to do the work for you, um, or even check in, with you, right? Um, that's something that you may have to actively pursue. So if you're telling a friend, um, you might be the one that's reaching out going, Hey, you know, remember that thing I told you about that I was working on? Well, I'm really struggling with this today. Do you have a second to talk? And you're kind of, you're kind of at the mercy of their schedule and their mental capacity to be able to, you know, 
am I, uh, is my friend in the right headspace to let me vent about this? Do they have the right advice if I'm looking for advice? Um, and at that point, if that's not enough accountability for you, where you have to be really proactive in your accountability, this is where I'm telling you the coaching is invaluable. Um, I have a coach as well. And one thing I've noticed that, you know, even as someone who is extremely good at self accountability, uh, reaching my goals, you know, I know all the things I need to know. Um, I still find that having that external unbiased opinion of someone who really wants to see you succeed at whatever it is that you're doing can be the game changer hands down. Um, and it's funny because every time that I'm like, Oh, I can do it on my own. Um, (laughs) I end up asking my coach for advice. (laughs) I, you know, I'm like, okay, let me try this on my own because I think it's just an ego thing. It's the mom thing I talked about the need to just, you know, if you want to get it done uh, and you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. Uh, when in reality, nine times out of 10, I'm always reaching out to my coach for support because what's the point of creating these accountability systems if you're not fully utilizing them? Um, And this is something that I actually work on with my clients a lot uh, is, you know, I'll check in with them. I'm the one to reach out and say, how are you doing today? How can I support you today? Let's talk about your week, you know, and really like pulling it out of them. Yes, of course, you know, it's so great to have someone check in with you and say, hey, you know, this is this is what I want to hear from you. I'm here. I am checking in and, and keeping you accountable. But really, it's up to you to you know, fully bring those answers to the table? Am I going to, you know, really dive deep into things that are, um, that have been hard for me? Am I going to keep it to myself and continue to struggle? Um, am I going to actually take the advice I'm given and start applying it? And that is where the accountability starts manifesting, right? So I'm not going to make you work out. However, I'm going to ask you why you didn't work out And you're going to tell me, you know what, I just, I was really burnt out yesterday. I had a hard day with the kids, you know, blah, blah, blah. I felt so guilty that I just shut down. And the accountability happens through the, the conversation after the failure where I say, I'm so sorry that you went through that. Let's pick that apart and unpack that so we can... We can have a plan in place for the next time that you have a hard day. You know, how can we work through this and be able to kind of manage your mindset and be able to put it on the list of priorities despite everything else that's happening around you? And that's where the accountability comes in because you're not just, you know, you're not just getting like a friend's, um, oh, I'm so sorry that that happened to you or that sucks (laughs) or work harder, you know, from just some random person on Facebook, you're really getting the tools that you need to continue on that journey. And that is the difference between kind of that passive and the active. And once you get to a point where um, you've got all these really great active accountability touch points in place, um, with my clients, I use um, weekly progress reports, which you can choose to fill out or not. That's completely up to you. I check in a lot of the times, Um, but it's funny because by the end of my time working with my clients, they're usually the ones reaching out to me to tell me how they're doing before I even ask. And that, it's funny, and it's something that a lot of them don't even notice until I say, hey, you realize you've been reaching out to me a lot. That's amazing. This is where we see the shift um, where accountability really plays a big role because we're actually learning 
how to be accountable to ourselves by communicating, right? And this is, again, then we kind of loop back. It comes full circle. We loop back to this passive accountability, right? And then you get to the point where, you know, you can journal and you can reassess your goals and you have the tools that you need. So beyond working with your coach, you have the tools to go out into the world and to kind of do it yourself um, until you're ready for that, that next kind of level up phase in your journey. So I really hope that this was eye-opening. I hope that this has given you some things to think about and some things to consider when it comes to setting up your own accountability touch points to help you reach your goals. Um, And if there is any um, thoughts or ideas that have come out of this, or maybe there is something that has really clicked with you and you want to share with me because sharing is accountability, go ahead and message me. You can reach me at Chloe Puff Training on Instagram, um, or you can email me, ChloePuffTraining at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot linked in the show notes below if you'd like to connect a little bit further. And I just want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I really hope this was a helpful tool. And as always, be bold, be fit. Be fit.